Oh God, this is terrible. Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Akira. I watched the second half of Akira. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the other half. Hey, um, Mike. So have you ever been asleep? And start dreaming about weird stuff about the post-apocalyptic world and that someone came back and was basically Jesus and did all sorts of crazy stuff and people thought he was the Messiah, but then he turned out he was really bad and just killed everyone. No. And then you realize that there's not much in this world to live for and it's just a really downer dream. Ending? No, I, dream. I'm dream. Not, no, no, no. I was just wondering if you had a dream like that. Uh, n- n- sometimes. Because I had one last night and I figured you had the first half of that dream, so <laughs> I feel like we're going to talk about it. Okay. I actually would like to say this movie is very dreamlike. It is. It's very, very dreamlike. I don't know what it is. I think it's maybe, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's maybe the way it's edited, the way the colors look, I'd imagine too. Yeah. It's really crazy, this film. It's very crazy. I did not like it as much as I wish I did. Really? I liked it more than I was expecting. But. You didn't probably understand it. Exactly. (laughs) I had absolutely no idea what was going on. I just sat there. So and just I was, let it all wash over Oh, you. man. It was just like, what is going on? And then, like, during the middle of it, mm-hmm. it was like the eye of the storm. I was like, I kind of get what's happening. Yeah. I kind of understand. And then the ending, mm-hmm. it was gone. It was gone. I had no idea what was going on again. Oh. And I just didn't understand anything. Oh, boy. Well, so, let's try to piece this together because that's what this, this is what all it's about. about. Most it's of the time, about. the plots are too simple. Now I got a real challenge. Mm-hmm. You got my mental blocks that always happen where I forget everything. Yep. Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. So let's piece together what this movie is about. All right. So uh, opening of the movie, we see a bomb drop uh, on Japan in 1988. Okay. That is during World War Three. 1988. This, that's when the movie was made. Was it really? Yeah. That. Are you serious? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, interesting right. time thing to choose. Yeah. And it's it's interesting to choose. I mean, it, it doesn't look like a... Was it made in 88? Oh, I'm questioning myself. I don't know. I know it was made in the 80s. Either way. Really? Anyway. Either way. Uh, so the that's when the bomb dropped because that was World War Three, And then this movie takes place 31 years after that. So it's 2019 uh, AD in what's called Neo-Tokyo. Yes. I, do. I heard that name. Okay. So we are following essentially three groups of individuals this whole film. We are following... Uh, this guy named Kanita. I'm, uh, I'm thinking I'm pronouncing this name properly. He mm-hmm. is the one who's on the cover of the movie. He's on the red he's motorcycle. Got, he's got the red motorcycle and he's got a pill on his back. Yes. He's cool. He's yeah, really he fucking cool. charming. Yeah, he's, he's like cool. the Han Solo of the film. He's mm-hmm. not, you know, he's he's not really interested um, in anyone's sort of opinions, but he's a good person nonetheless. He just does what he does. He is part of a uh, motorcycle gang of boys, uh, one of which his name is Tetsuo. I believe his name is yes he has a he has a big forehead yeah he does he's, he's kind of he's kind of like a he's kind of losing his hair a little bit that's yeah what it looks like and that's but he was like that before because he has powers yeah uh, but he didn't have powers before then okay he used to be just to be a normal kid and um he's always sort of been he's, he's like the youngest i think and he has the shittiest motorcycle so canada um and the rest of his troop I really hope I'm pronouncing their names properly. Um, this is way better than I did because I was looking at them. And you know what's weird about this movie is they always say their names all the time. Like really? They, they hardly said their names really? the first half of the movie. I I had to keep rewinding and pausing. Because they always would address each other by their name. Mm. I say like, Akita, what are you doing? That never. I, I didn't know Ken, uh, Kanita's name until like 20 minutes into the movie. I remember it because it, when they say it, it sounds like Canada. Canada. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not the same. Canada. 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 Uh, so anyway, so Tetsuo is Tetsuo, Tetsuo 
is the uh, the youngest. I think uh, he's sort of shit upon by the rest yes. of him, but it's more of like a like a like a playful jibbing, you mm-hmm. know, like, like like whatever. And uh, so he's sort of got something to prove. Like there's this whole he's got a girlfriend named uh, Kaori. Kaori. Um, okay. And she looks like all the guys, doesn't he? No, no. You're thinking of Kai. Okay. She kind of looks like a guy. Yeah. They um, seriously look exactly the same. she wear red? Yeah. Yeah. And she, the only way you can tell she's a girl is because she has eyeliner, pretty much. Yeah. Her okay. and Kanea, uh, Kaneda, I think, have like a thing going on. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, so Kai belongs to a sort of uh, separatist um, rebel group. Okay. Uh, led by a guy named Ryu, I believe his name is. He's got a mustache. Not a redhead band? Mm, I don't think so. I don't no know who the redhead band no is. Dukins? No, oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> um, and so so we have now so we have the two groups. We have the separatists mm-hmm. and we have the motorcycle gang. Yeah. And the separatists, I think I, I have no What real, are they separating from? What what they're doing. They're not really separatists as much as they are kind of like rebel, like underground people. Why are they rebelling? Are they rebelling without a cause? No, they have a cause, it seems like. Oh. There are these people, they're called the numbers. They have special powers. They're really pale. Are they old looking? They're children old looking, bum? but they're children mostly. Okay. Um, I've seen them and I was very, very confused as who they were. Yeah. I don't know who they are either. Okay. Really? I think they have something to do with the bomb that was dropped 31 years ago. I think there are these numbers and I think the bomb was, had something also to do with, um, uh, fuck. What's the name of the movie again? Akira. Akira. Yeah. I think Akira has something to do with the bomb and then the bomb dropped and Akira that was like Akira's wrath or something, and but no, this is what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, that's what I've got. And because I mean, like I said, I only saw the first half. I was waiting for them to explain what the fuck Akira was because I hadn't heard that name until like halfway through the movie, and then they start bringing up Akira. I'm like, oh, see, I thought Akira was the name of the main guy. That's what I thought, too. but it isn't. That's why I was confused. His name is Canada. That took a long time. So a long time for me to figure out. I bet. Um. So uh. So Akira. So you have the numbers. Um, so yeah, so those are the three groups and then the numbers are sort of being trapped and slash protected by the government of Neo Tokyo. All right. And it looks like Kai Ryu and those other rebels are trying to help the numbers escape because they're just children basically with special powers. And why why are they helping them escape? I think because they're just like they're prisoners. Oh, and okay. either they're prisoners or maybe because they also want their powers to help. Because it seems like it seems like the government is not being cool. Because <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured that if they have rebels, you kind of got a bad government. Usually. Maybe because I mean, you have Tetsuo, who is a normal average kid who gets these powers that the numbers get, and then they instantly like take him in and start doing tests on him. Mm. And they start like they start like injecting him with shit, and they they don't allow him any sort of freedom. And then the powers that's been given to him by uh, number 26, uh, one of the kids, um, one of the numbers, the powers that give it to him, like start making him like hallucinate. They start, he starts like uh, getting imagery. Um, okay. You know, it's, I don't know. This it, is making a lot more sense now. Okay. So that's pretty much all I got. Okay. That's it. That's all, all right. Sounds good. I think I can maybe piece it together. For as far here. as plot goes. So you go. Okay. Ahead so I walk in. Um, I'm running on my elliptical. I'm like, I'm gonna boot this movie up. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you watched it at the gym? I watched part of it at the gym. Nice. Yeah, a good 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, figure that's a good way to make me keep running because running is terrible. Yeah, running um, is very terrible. Uh, running is probably the worst thing you could do in your life. Um, 
sorry, all you runners out there, but you guys really need to figure out a better way to spend your time. <laughs> Biking and, is far fun. Far more fun. Far fun. Yes. Far more fun. You go farther too. You do. Yeah. You go far, but you so don't go far. very far when you run. No, <laughs> unless you run really fast. Anyway, off anyway. topic. So <laughs> um, they just, I think they broke out. Oh my gosh. I already forgot their names. <laughs> okay. So Canada. Canada. That, that's the only one I know. What's, so the, what's got, the other guy's name? Yeah, Canada. Okay. They broke out Tetsuo? Tetsuo, yeah, Tetsuo. So he's the one getting broken out, mm-hmm. I think, um, out of the testing the area. End. But he's starting to lose his mind. He's yeah. getting to the point where the numbers basically say, like, you're going to lose, like, all control of your body at some point. Like, it's just the powers are going to take over you, and you're going to have basically, you know, uh, no hope. So he's just like, well, I need, I got to find out with, uh, what, um, what's this movie called? Uh, Akira. Akira, man. <laughs> Names. Akira, um, I gotta find out what this is. Yeah, because so I don't know. So he starts just murdering things and like blow, getting people, anyone, the military stops him and he just like blows them up. Like mm. he's got super insane powers. Um, he eventually figures out that uh, he finds to a place with Akira and then what's his, the um, Canada. 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 Basically has to stop him. Hey. Yes. So basically he has to stop him. Uh-huh. And it's really hard for him to do that because he he's, powers. he's got superpowers. Yeah. He um and then you know, there's all this stuff with people thinking like, oh man, he's really cool, but then he just like murders a bunch of guys and like crushes tanks and just like Tetsuo? Blows, yeah. Like takes out all these buildings and everything just to try to find what Akira is. And eventually he finds the base where they did the testing of Akira. Mm-hmm. He pulls it out and there's this huge, crazy big thing. And then he opens it up. Um, this, I mean, this is way elaborate. Like he's just blowing up buildings and like the, taking this thing out of the ground. And there's this elaborate fight between him and Canada with laser swords, uh-huh. not laser swords, uh, lasers, lasers. They're shooting him with lasers. Apparently that hits him. I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I didn't no. see much lasers. That's, okay. Um, <clears throat> so he gets, so he takes out, uh, he finds it, he opens up the Akira box and it's just like, a bunch of organs in Ooh, bottles, interesting. which is kind of cool. That's cool. Um, and earlier the, on when uh, Tetsuo was having like, when his, he's losing his mind, mm. there's one part where he like falls onto his hands and knees and his organs fall out. Yeah, interesting. So, I don't know. I don't know if that is any kind of that's reference. A neat, that's a neat visual. Yeah. Um, so basically he, the Colonel goes, okay, you fine. Are you happy now? Like we figured out who he is. Now can you calm down? He's like, no, like hell. He that doesn't starts, explain anything. So, well, yeah, he's no. I'm sorry. The colonel actually does actually literally explain what it is. I forgot what? about that part. God, so, he, do you, what is it? <laughs> you're like, are you just like, please, Ethan? I tell need, me, I need tell to know me. what Akira is. Are you gonna blow me up with your mind powers? Oh, I'm gonna blow you up. We're gonna my organs gonna fall out. And you're gonna have to deal with that now. Oh, gross. I just <laughs> got this rug vacuumed. I know. So basically, he is an ex- basically the experiment they did earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a very powerful person with powers and they found him and they did tons of studies on him all the time, but they could never figure out what he was. Right. So they took him apart basically and put him in these jars jars to preserve for future generations when they get more better technology. I see. So he's dead basically. But they still jars. have his organs. They still have his organs and like just in case to study him. Interesting. So he's really pissed off about that. Starts murdering dudes. Um, just going full crazy. Eventually ends up in a football stadium 
or some sort of stadium. Probably isn't football. No one plays football in Neo Tokyo. Come no, on. No, not it's Neo pro- Tokyo. Oh, I mean, it would be football. Football. But it would not be football. football. Americano. Football. Football. <laughs> we get the pig skin and toss it around. That's what you do in the football. That's what we did on Thanksgiving. That's what we're going to do. Every That's time. what we're going to do every day. You know, but I, my grandpa always, always told me that if the people in Neo Tokyo, they play heathen sports. They play football oh, but, with their feet. Actually. They do play baseball, and that's a pretty good game. <laughs> anyway, so they, they're in this big um, stadium, mm-hmm. and he, he just starts losing his powers completely, basically. And, um, oh, at one point, he gets his arm shot off. Whoa, cool. Um, which is pretty neat. But then he builds it back with, like, metal. There's these metal, like, cyborg kind of arm. Mm. And then he's sitting in this chair, and um, oh, the girl, the girl who looks like Guy, what's her name? Kai. Kai. K-E-I. She comes up and tries to reason with him. And it doesn't go well. He Does doesn't he kill her? No, he doesn't kill her. No, he doesn't kill her. I'm like, did he? He doesn't kill her, but he starts losing control completely. Uh-huh. So much to the fact that he turns into a huge blob monster. Whoa. Like, takes up the entire stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, and just starts freaking out and just starts grabbing people and, like, killing them. By this time, the numbers have appeared. Yeah. And they're like, we have to... They don't actually say anything. They just go up to Akira, which he has all the organs out for some reason. Mm-hmm. And Wait, they who just, has all the organs out? Um, Tetsuo. Tetsuo. Every time. I'm never going to say his name. Tetsuo has all his organs out. Not his organs, but Akira's organs. organs. Okay. And so, are you making this up? No, I know. And then um, the numbers come up and they start like kind of like praying to it, it looks like almost in a way. Yeah. And then it comes together. And then Akira appears. Whoa, what does Akira look like? He just looks like a kid. But he doesn't look old like everyone else. He looks like a normal kid. He looks like a young kid. Mm. And then, so this blob at this point is taking over everyone and is starting to eat everyone. Um, he yells, help me. You know, I can't control it anymore. And Kanda's like, um, <laughs> nah, hey. I'll try. And then he jumps in and he's like, and one of the spirit or number spirits, one of the numbers was like, you can't, I'm going to go help him. And then everyone was like, okay, we'll try to help him out. And then I have absolutely no idea what happens. <laughs> so let me try to explain this. Okay. Let's see what we can do here. <sighs> so right. another thing that I've been mentioned that they've been doing reports, kind of like science reports on all this stuff. And the mm. scientist was here and he has this weird kind of circular thing that's doing yeah, stuff. Like they lay him down and then they can do like a, like they, they lay the person down on a table and then there's these circle like machines. That no, like scan I'm not him? talking about that. I'm no. talking about like he has this like weird thing that has like energy and he's looking at it and yes. it's doing all this weird stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the energy is 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 measured in a circle, like in like in yeah. a sphere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I know what you're talking about. So he's doing that. Right. It starts freaking out. You can see kind of what's happening. Anyway, oh my god, where do I even start? Okay. <laughs> so they all just basically get turned into Akira does something and he basically sucks all the energy in or something, turns it all into, I don't know, man, this is so anime. I can't do it, man. I can't. I can't figure it out. No. It's like he's su- okay. Yo, he just sucks all the stuff in. Uh-huh. What stuff? I don't know. It's blue. He sucks it all in. Uh-huh. And then he explodes basically. And starts taking like blowing up the entire world, <laughs> and the scientist guy's like, "What's going on?" And then he gets blown up or whatever. Right. And it, like, it's he's just, on the world. The he's on the world. Up. Most everyone's everyone's dying for some reason though. Not everyone dies. You're safe if you're in a tunnel. 
What? I don't know what's of going the world. on. Yeah, I don't know. So he starts getting, he gets most of the way through Tokyo. <laughs> and then it glow. then it starts shrinking back down. Uh-huh. And then it goes into a little teeny tiny ball. Uh-huh. And Canada, like, has it in his hand. Mm-hmm. And then he closes it. And then he's like, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, Canada, are you still alive? And Kai's like, I don't know what's going on. And then I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. And then I don't know. He closes his hand. Yeah. And then they get on motorcycles and they ride away. And that's it. And then the people are like, that's a really great uh, show. What do you call that? And then they're like, the Aristocats. <laughs> there were some things that I might have missed. So one of the things is when the, when the, the thing stuff was exploding, the scientist yeah. was like, this, I've never seen this kind of energy. It's like they're creating a brand new universe. Mm. But then the world doesn't blow up and everyone seems okay. It just seems Including like they made Canada. a micro universe sort of thing and Canada just rides away on his motorcycle even though it's kind of crappy and beat up yeah the red one right the red one yeah and then um yeah it just honestly man dude I lost it man <laughs> you were, yeah you I were I, like I feel like this is all stuff that may have been related to the beginning of the movie I don't even know okay. like if you were to if you were to if you were to ask me like what was gonna happen I was I would have thought like a like a like a heist movie where the Canada and Kai band together and the, the motorcycle gang helps them no. break the kids out. No. Like that's You're all. thinking like an American. I am. I really am. No, this movie went crazy and totally went existential and like started asking like really crazy life questions and stuff like that. Man, it really lost you by the third I, No, I liked it still because I, I didn't know what was going on, but it was all very well done. <laughs> right. Um, the the things, animation looked fantastic. The animation is so good in it's this movie. It's really good. Like it's I was, really, really, really good. Yeah. And it's none of that like normal anime bullshit where like, Meh. No, it's not. It's no. very serious. Like actually, the only, I can't think of anything, maybe slightly more emotional than maybe a normal person would be in some spots. But that's what animation's for anyway. That's fine. Yeah. yeah it's exactly. not that bad. No. Yeah. And it's. That's what I was going to say. It's like, like I, th- I feel like a lot of people have tried to make a live action version of this movie. And I think you might, you, you might be able to, but I don't think it would capture the sort of resonance of. Like, I feel like an- you could. You think so? I feel like you could. Uh, the thing is, though, it's a really good looking movie. It's though. a really it good looking movie. It looks really cool. I love the color scheme in this film too. <sighs> Did you watch the dub version or did you watch a I did not. I watched, I watched the caption. I wish I'd watch a dub. No. No? I watched the dub version. No. Boy, those numbers had the worst voice actors in the <laughs> world. Because they were kids, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like video game acting where, video game acting, yeah. where the kid was put in a room and some producer came up and said, hey kid, why don't you read this script? <laughs> I don't know if we can do anything about it. Do you uh, think we'll be okay? Oh, it's really bad. God. Like, unprecedentedly bad. Like, I, I was honestly so turned off. I was like, man, I almost wanted to find the subtitles as soon as I could. Yeah. I didn't. I just suffered through it because yeah. I was on an elliptical see, I, and I, I was not exactly in the place to go. See, because I saw it on captions and it, it sucked because they talked a lot. Like, like not like they, they talked quite a bit. Quite a lot of talking, yeah. And it's like, I, I wanted to stop reading and just watch the animation, you know? Yeah. I just wanted to take in the visuals, but um, that that's, that's I guess that's the give and take of dubs. That's, that's the one thing about like caps. Miyazaki movies, they always get like really good actors yeah, to yeah, dub yeah. them. So it's So those are good bad. ones to watch with dubs. Yeah. But then when you watch stuff that has terrible dubs. Yeah. Well, you, you it don't really know. takes you, don't you out know. of it. Cause like, yeah. And then everyone else in the cast was pretty bad too. Really? Like there wasn't. I think the only one who was good was maybe Tetsuo. How was Canada? Not that good. He was the most charming motherfucker in this film. Like I loved him. He the was minute too I stilted. I don't know if it was just. The, I mean, if it was just more than one dub, but the one I got was. Well, bleh. the other problem too is like 
the, the issue with dubbing is not only you're trying to get across the, the, the terminology, you're not, you're not just translating. You also need to fit it in like the spaces where the mouths are like opening. Yeah, and that's true. So they have to slightly change it sometimes. And that can make it very stilted, especially when you're also not only do they have to change the words. They have to, they, they have to perform Speech it differently. They have Speech to, it differently. They have to talk per- it differently. Perform it. Yeah, yeah. They have to perform it in a way that it, it, it fits the mouth and it makes it sound very stilted at times. Yeah, it was which is a bad. real shame because I really liked Canada. I was like, man, this guy's like a fucking Han Solo, like, like yeah, Peter a, Quill, he was, double, cool. double make care badass. He I really cool. dug him. Tetsuo was a bit of annoying, a bit of annoying guy. Yeah, like that, I, I liked him okay, but nah. so it turns out, um, so during that time when they were doing the flat, the explosion, the huge explosion, um, Tetsuo had kind of a flashback, and uh-huh. it kind of showed you what happened to Akira and every all of the numbers. So basically, they were all tested on. Right. Back in the day. And they're all actual little kids being tested on. Uh-huh. Um, what are they being tested on for? Powers. I think they got injected with stuff. And Probably was like during experimental. the bomb, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and then I think they just started... I think it was revealed that they were behind it. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Although... I was in like a fever dream state. Yeah. And I don't know what was going on, but I'm pretty sure that that is what was revealed that they were behind it. And this but movie Akira feels was like a fever dream. Yeah. yeah. I think Akira was like the one of the more powerful ones and he did kind of crazier stuff. One of the more powerful kids. Yeah. So in the end, do you think the good guys won? Who are the good guys? I feel like Canada's a good guy. No, I guess he won. I mean, everyone. Kai's nice. I just, I just don't know what it was exactly going for, mainly because I just didn't know what happened in the beginning. Right, right, right. You know, that's the problem with you know the short shows format. You know, some of the flaws with just how watching it in one half. Right, right, right. But it didn't matter too much because at one point it was I was caught up pretty good by one of the characters. They told kind of what was going on well, and who, nice. who was who. Laid sort it of all thing. out. Yeah, laid it out a little bit. Yeah, so they're sitting there captured before they escaped. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, is it is a neat movie? It looks like. See, that's the thing is, I could just watch and be like, "Wow, these are really cool Visuals, effects." Like effects. just the way they animated that blob as he was being transformed into like a giant blob thing was yeah, gross and crazy cool at the same time. There are some really great effects earlier on, like. One thing, okay, so I looked it up. This was made in 88, um, which surprises me on very, like, a lot of levels. One of them being, like, those motorcycles were probably not CG animated, you know, because mm-hmm. we hadn't developed CG animation yet. Like, no, I think not right. really. Yeah, not really, yeah. Um, I mean, we might have, they might have used it a little bit for, like, modeling, but as far as I know, that means that those, like, motorcycles were drawn by hand, yeah. which... Drawing, drawing characters is one thing because you can sort of fudge with the perspective a bit. You know, you can mess with the, mm-hmm. you know, you can mess with, um, with, uh, the way that they look, the, uh, proportions because they're animated. But when you're dealing with stuff like cars, motorcycles, bikes, those things are a pain to draw over and over again, basically can't fudge those kinds of things. That's they're true. Physical character, they're physical objects. They're not characters. And one thing I found really surprising was the mastery of drawing the the motorcycles, but then they also had great effects when the motorcycles were driving really fast. They had this effect where the light, um, it's almost like in Tron, the light would, 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 or like, or like nowadays when you take a long exposure photo shots of like light. Oh, like trails. Yeah. Did light trails for when the motorcycles. Yeah. Were and it was a really cool effect. They didn't need to do it. But it added a really great aesthetic to the film. And that's the thing. Is, see, the problem is I, the anime I have watched has been TV show format. Yeah. Unless it's a Miyazaki movie, but I feel like those are a different thing. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen like a, a side type of anime with a big budget or anything like that. And yeah. man, it was really impressive though. Like, Yeah, just, I'd say one of the things is the frame rate is different in this. Usually when it's you really have, high. When you when you have anime, they usually animate it on 12 frames a second. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, most anime is, is done in 12 frames, which is why it can be more. It's a bit more stilted. 
Yeah. Uh, but they get a lot out of it, especially because they're, the characters are so uh, detailed. Right. So they can get a lot out of it. Also, they they do a thing, uh, especially in television animation. You can see this a lot in, uh, in Dragon Ball Z where they will have a character and then their mouth is the only thing that's moving. You know, so they can draw a really detailed outer character and then the mouth's the only yeah, thing they I've actually have that. to draw. Over I've noticed again. that. Yeah. And they do that a lot. I mean, they did that back in like the days of like Fred Flintstone and shit, too. Right. Um, that's that's a fun fact. That's why characters like Fred Flintstone uh, or, or George Jetson, that's why they have the five o'clock shadow is because that's just a separate layer. Oh, Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah, that was that was just an affordable way of drawing the characters. Huh. Um, no wonder there are so many more men characters. Yeah. This also that's also why um, Boo Boo uh, wears a bow tie, and that's why uh, Yogi wears a, a tie, is because that's where the cutoff of the head is. So they can just replace above the the um, the the, oh. the tie line, and then everything below it is a separate layer. Um, hmm. So it's it's just economical animation. Yeah, um, I mean you gotta save money. It's you gotta just, save money. That's animation's the, expensive because I, I was thinking that like this is a long movie. Yeah, it costs a lot to animate. It's over two hours long. Yeah, and the animation is really. You don't usually see animated movies that long. No, you really don't. Yeah, especially well done. Like the backgrounds in this movie are fantastic. Yeah, like really detailed. Very good. Uh, and yeah, like like I said, the animation. A lot of the expressive animation is done on on more than twelve frames. I'm not sure if it's all the way to twenty four, but most animation on screen. Uh, on film is done at 24 uh, or slightly higher. Hmm. Um, I know that um, like in Roger Rabbit, it's done at 48 frames a second. That makes which why, is why I'll tell you why, because if it's done at a lower frame rate than the rate that the film is actually played at, you can tell you, that's why in Roger Rabbit, the animation looks so good is because it's at the same frame rate as the actors. The act, well, then they shoot that and like, why would they shoot that in 48 frames a second? What do you mean? Wait, what did they shoot Roger Rabbit like the actors in? They shot it on a normal film, which was 48 frames a second. Normal film is not 48 frames a second. Normal film is like 24 frames a second. Mm, wait, maybe I'm wrong in this. No, no, wait. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. You're right. It is 24 frames okay, a second. Yeah. You're right. But they animated it to 24 frames. But sometimes what they'll do is they'll, they'll, they'll animate on twos, which means they will actually do 12 drawings for a second. Oh, okay. So, sorry. Sorry. I was all mixed up. So, they did animate it at 24 frames, meaning they had to draw every single frame of animation, which they don't usually do, even in, like, feature film. Oh, okay. Um, in other in other times, um, like, if you have a... Like, there's this movie called... Uh, the, it's like uh, nothing shot in 48 frames a second. I'm like, The Hobbit. Yeah. And certain animated movies are shot on 48 frames as well, too. Hmm. Um, uh, I believe. Man, I'm, I really don't want to be lying right now. It's been a long time since I've, like, read up on this kind of thing. But what I'm trying to say is, is that... Most anime, both t television and some movies, uh, because of the the amount of money that they have, not all. I, I don't think a lot of Miyazaki films are done this way, but I do think some animated movies, uh, anime movies, are done on twos, um, just because. I mean, it's so fucking expensive, yeah. especially there, because there's a lot of detail that yeah. has gone, that's gone in. It's like it's a it's an art form. It's amazing oh, how yeah. much how much work, and it's all done in house there as well. Like you know, a lot of animated uh, movies done here sometimes are done out of like you know like um atlantis the lost empire oh yeah uh certain characters weren't animated in america some of them were animated in japan hmm. uh the uh, what is it the animation is so weird it's a it's a whole different beast of like movie making it really in a is. lot of ways and that's why a movie like this is kind of crazy because it all feels very unified you know what i mean yeah it's very coherent yeah um, yeah Probably it, all done in Japan. Say. Obviously. Yeah. But I mean, even if it's all done in one place, you still have tons of people working. Yeah, it's on. true. It's hard to do that when you're all doing different artists and like, yeah. you know, does, does it work like one person animates like, all right, you're getting this guy. That's actually, I was going to actually just bring that up. It, it's, it's changed over time. It used to be a thing where one person uh, would oversee one character. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's still done this way, especially in Disney. Um, you you would have like a like a a guy a guy uh, Glenn Keane. He would oversee Tarzan, and he would make sure he he would he would have different animators under him. But every scene with Tarzan, he would look at, animate, edit, you know, oversee. Hmm. But as things have moved over to uh, CG, a lot of times I don't think it's done in, in Disney, but I do think in certain studios it's become a thing of here's a scene, animate this scene. Interesting. Which is it sort of gets away from one character having one performance. You know what I mean? All that performance and. And character work is done in storyboard, and then the people who are animating it just religiously follow the storyboard. Interesting. And then get uh, get critiques after they've finished animating. Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, the thing about um, it, CGI is you can definitely go back in and just edit the animation. It's way easier to do that than actually editing a drawing yeah, or something like that. That's very true. Um, you can just be like, oh, okay, and maybe he needs a little more jaunt. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step. You can you can do that. Spring in a step. Yeah. You know? I mean, and if 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 you are given enough time, sometimes they will. Like, I mean, that's what pencil tests are for. You know, pencil yeah. tests are just really rough animation, and then you can see the pencil tests, and then you look at the timing sheets. This is really getting into it. But you can look at the timing sheets and the pencil tests, which is what they had to do back then. They would edit edit it from there, and then they would go off and and work on it. Hmm. You know, I, I mean, that's the way. Uh, it's interesting because a person like Walt Disney, Walt, Walt Disney couldn't read pencil tests, or he couldn't read uh, timing sheets very well. Which is why animation is done the way it is. It's it's done for a person who can't uh, sort of read uh, timing sheets, who can't read uh, the technical aspect of animation. For those uninitiated, what are timing sheets? Timing sheets are uh, it's basically like a really big Excel spreadsheet, and every there's there's a square for every frame of animation. Okay. Okay. And so what timing sheets are all about is you'll have one timing sheet per scene. Mm -hmm. And that one timing sheet will show when a drawing is going to come up. So you can have a timing sheet for, if you have a timing sheet for, okay, so it's 24 frames a second. So if you have a, like, let's say you have a 10 second scene. How many, how many frames is that? A 10 second scene? Yeah. Uh, Uh, 240. 240. 240, 240 squares, right? Yeah, unless so, you're recording in drop frame, which is 23. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll look at that 240 spreadsheet, essentially, and you're going to map out on the squares. This is where the character blinks. This is when the character does this. This is when the character does that. And an animator, a seasoned animator, can look at that, what is called a, a timing sheet, an X sheet, uh, uh, basically this really long Excel spreadsheet and read it and know exactly how the animation is going to look by just looking at that spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. But a person like Walt Disney, who's a visual guy, can't do that. That's why the industry goes through all this money and wastes all this paper and time by doing uh, 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 pencil tests and all these other things to sort of... And, and I mean, it's now that animation is basically... It, it, Movie business is a business. It's also a way of showing the producers so that they know exactly what the animation is. It looks like before it actually goes into a final production. Yeah. So what I'm saying is um, you have all of these. Uh, what am I saying? I don't know what you're saying anymore, <laughs> dude. You just went off the trails. I went off. I'm sorry. I mean, is, I, got, I got you turned on. You just went and went and went. This is what happens when we watch an animated movie, I guess. But what I am saying is this looks really fucking good. Okay. The animation in this movie looks really good. It looks you really smooth. Post- Took us about 20 minutes, but uh, <laughs> this movie looks really fucking good. It looks really good. It looks really fantastic. I I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to just see more anime now. Oh, my God. I know. You're hooked. I know. I'm going to buy I'm gonna buy a Sonic t-shirt, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on my anime websites, and I'm going to grow a neck beard, and I'm going to go bald, and I'm going to eat Pocky. <laughs> Pocky. Pocky's good, though. Is it? I've never eaten it. Ah, oh, it's good. You'd like it. What is it? 
Um, it's like some sort of bread dipped in chocolate, but mm. it's not like bread. It's like a can. It's not bread. Uh, you know those sticks that you used to dip in like the cheese sauce or whatever. Like pretzels. The pretzel sticks. Kind of not like a pretzel though. It's like a sweet, sweet kind of pastry, hard pastry. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds really gross. I explained it, but it's good. So what would um, you? Sorry, go ahead. You had to say anything? question. I told you I was gonna say. Continue. Sorry. What what genre would you label this film? I'd say it's like a hard sci-fi film. Um, sci-fi fantasy. Sci-fi fantasy. It's sci-fi fantasy because there's a lot of stuff that's not explained. That's true. So it's like Star Wars. Star You're right. It's, this isn't Star Trek. This yeah, there's Star a lot Wars. of fantasy elements, is, you know, but it's in a dystopian Science world. Science fantasy rather yeah. than science fiction. Which is cool. You know, that's a good genre. Yeah. However, I, I almost feel like it's weird because the first half of the movie isn't really sci-fi. It's more action packed. It's more action. Oh, really? Adventure. Yeah. But I mean, the world is sci-fi, though. It is. And just because most sci-fi movies have action in it, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, um, and uh, what you, yeah, most sci-fantasy movies definitely have action. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what I was going to say is you're saying one watch of the anime, they are pronounced the, did you see the Hayao Miyazaki collection? Yeah. Looks really good. Wait, I haven't actually seen anything of it. Oh, it's a Blu-ray that they're coming out with, like, like every single movie he's worked on. Holy shit. Um. It's also like 250 bucks. I saw that they have like a drawing of Totoro on the front. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. it looks like a really good collection because yeah. they have like basically like everything remastered. They have all the behind the scenes for everything. And I've only they even seen have like, like one of his pilot episodes of something that he did. Wow. I've only seen like one of his films too. I've never Which seen one again. Uh, Spirited Away. Okay. And I've only seen the TV edit too. I've never, I don't know if there's any. Not really. No. I mean, it's not like a, like a movie they have to edit much. I don't know. I mean, I mean I it's made for time. Creepy shit. Yeah, the movie's dark. Yeah. It's really good, though. Yeah, it looked really good. I mean, it didn't really... I don't know. I don't know what it is. This this might sound racist, but a lot of a lot of the, like, anime movies I've seen, or TV shows as well, it's very fever-dreamy. Like, it's very dreamlike, the way that it's edited. Always a good way to start a thing. This isn't racist. This may sound racist, but... It doesn't, mean, doesn't sound for, racist? Well, I mean, you just might have not seen enough, because I don't think I it's, mean, like, everything. I've seen this. I've seen Ghost in a Shell, and I've seen... Um, uh, a Spirited Away and I guess those are just all dreamlike films yeah maybe. they really are you honestly just sound a lot of dreamlike movies yeah I don't know uh, um, they're very yeah they're very imaginative though like I'm just gonna say the, the, the they just have imagination man I think it's the editing too it's very it's it's very interesting editing it's not like like uh, I don't know it's it's very uh, if I were to relate the editing of, of a movie like this to another film it would be like Blade Runner where mm. you know what I mean it's not the editing for this movie isn't as quick as you think it should be. They they spend a long time, and maybe it's also because it's animated, uh, but they spend a long but time. They also don't seem to deliberately linger on shots, though. That's true, which is what they do in uh, in, in in Blade Runner as well. They just seem to kind of cut when they feel like it, which <laughs> is weird. Yeah. But it, it keeps it kind of gives it an odd pace, kind of like that weird dreamlike sequence you're talking about. Maybe it's just you're just not used to it. Maybe that That's might be true. it. Um, yeah, I need to look at it more and see. Yeah, because they're definitely yeah. The Spirit Away is definitely super dream. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of. The but whole I feel point like the it. editing in that one isn't as dreamlike. Like, as... Kiki's Delivery Service is not dreamlike no. at all. No, it isn't. So maybe you watch. I've that. never seen that. That seemed like such a stupid premise for a film. What is the premise? It's just some chick who delivers and she's a witch. What's the fuck? Uh, she has a cat that talks. Oh shit! So it's Sabrina. Yeah. Oh, I'm interested. I actually really liked that movie as a kid because I was like, they're like Sabrina's teenage witch. This is great. Yeah. I, I actually really liked it. What is the premise? It's, it's... I honestly don't remember because it's been so long since I've seen it. Like at that time when I saw it as a kid, when I was nine year old, Ethan. Yeah. That was about the only time I've seen they it. They made a live action version of it recently, and it was looked really weird. I think yeah, I've seen a trailer for that, and it did look really weird. It looked like a fan version, like a fan made trailer for this movie. Like it didn't look like they'd actually be able to make a full film, uh, but I guess they did. If you want to see a weird, yeah, 
Miyazaki movie, you see um, Poco Roscoe. Poco Roscoe. It's a pilot who's a pig. Ooh. Oh, I've seen the drawings of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's deep looking. Yeah. I like, I mean, I, I, I've heard he's a genius. I really want to see that one about the planes that he's made. Yeah. His latest, his last one or whatever. Yeah. His last one. That seems really, it seems really personal. I yeah. Like, I like when a director sort of makes, starts making personal work. Yeah. Like shit that people don't really want to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see a movie about planes. I just didn't see it in theaters at all. Like I was looking around for yeah, it. Yeah. You're too busy watching like, planes. My favorite, but <laughs> I like the Cook. I like the sequel better though. The sequel's far better. Planes Rescue, Fire Rescue, Fire Rescue. Yeah, yeah. that's the better one. They had a. Uh, we should watch that movie. Well, I haven't seen it. Me either. Maybe we will. I just lied. I didn't actually see it. <laughs> I just lied to everyone. Sorry about that. That's sorry, everybody. So one other thing I found interesting is because they have so they have the bike gangs, uh, one with that Canada's in. His his doesn't have a name in it. He doesn't have a. They got the pills though on the back. That's they have the, the thing, pills. right? Yeah, but there's another gang called the Clowns that they're sort of at war with earlier on in the movie. Cool. Um, they wear like masks, and there's this one really terrifying scene which seemed really fucking out of place in the movie, where uh, Tetsuo and his girlfriend Kaori they steal Canada's bike, and um, they get run down by the the clowns, and then the clowns grab Tetsuo's girlfriend and rip her shirt off. And they're about to rape her. And then uh, Canada and his team show up and beat the shit out of him. But it seemed really fucking out of place. There's another scene that I thought was out of place. Um, completely a lot more lighthearted than this. Mm-hmm. But it was during the time when, um, you know, um, the guy's running around is blowing up everything and the world's ending. And uh, Canada and his pals are hanging out trying to recharge their um, battery pack for their laser gun to fight him again. Yeah. And... Um, his friend's bikes catches on fire and he just starts laughing at him and he's like, that's not funny. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty funny. Ha 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 But uh, it's like, what it's just, the fuck? It's like, okay, this kind of is a weird tone change and that, yeah. was, that was the only lighthearted moment in the movie. I guess someone maybe saw it and was like, you know, this is really dark. <laughs> we um, should lighten the mood a little bit. Can you put like a scene in there where it's kind of fun? Like, you know, it doesn't have to be in there, but it's kind of a way to show that, you know, nothing is too serious. And uh, please put it, please make it, make it so it's not so dark. Please. please. Oh, okay. So they did. Fine. Yeah, they put it there. And it's, you know, it just fell out of place, but it wasn't bad. It, yeah. lasted, it lasted for like, you know, like two, three minutes. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's weird. What is your favorite part about this movie? I loved, I loved the way it looked. I loved it. I loved, do you want like a specific scene? No, no. I just want to know what your favorite part of I just is. loved how it was animated. I thought it was really well animated. It, it it was a great mix of realistic and very expressive. Honestly, that's what I thought too. I thought the animation looked really cool. You know, it reminded me of like, G, it kind of reminded me of G.I. Joe. Mm, but, but more expressive. Way better. Way better. But it had the same kind of like feel. I mean, mm. just from the 80s feel because it's in the 80s. The music was kind of cool too. Music because it was Because cool. it felt, that made it feel like it was in the 80s. Like yeah. I said, in the 80s. Uh, what was your least favorite part of the movie? Uh, mm, least favorite part. What's your least favorite part? My least favorite part of the movie it? is how bad the ending. No, how bad the kids were talking. But that's <laughs> that's but not that's really the movie. Dub. That's, that's just a, a dub. dub. <sighs> My least favorite part though was the ending. The ending. It just didn't. It was just so unsatisfying to me. Although I feel like if I knew a little bit more at the beginning, I might have been more satisfied by it. But yeah. it was just. I just ended on such like a weird note that was very almost too ambiguous and mm. too like too happy in a way. I felt like it should have had kind of a downer ending, but it was kind of like a, a up, not uplifting. 
optimistic ending right in right. sort of a lot of ways right which is weird considering how they half the world was blown up or at least neo tokyo was hey man that's that was the ending of man of steel and everyone liked that i guess you're right <laughs> i don't know i'm trying to think of a thing i didn't like and like i want to say i didn't like how slowly the information of like akira and shit was like doled out like there were long times where i'm just like okay a movie you're just gonna have to explain this soon like the numbers like mm-hmm. i don't know anything about them like i can make assumptions as much as i want but i well, yeah they explain it at the end of the movie I, I guess and i guess that's the thing is like they explain it by the end but i don't know maybe it's because i'm only watching the first half but it's Probably. just like god damn it movie like give me something i mean i i, I know i know shit about Kaneda. i know shit kind of about uh kai and ryu and all them i don't know anything about I don't know anything about God damn you. I don't know anything about fucking the numbers. I don't know anything about Akira, which is the fucking title of the film. Like, I don't know anything about that. And I'd, I'd like to know. Man, only if you watch the rest bit. of the movie. If only I watch the rest of the film. And I think I will. I'm probably you tonight. Think this, you think this is the one you're going to do? This you will probably this, be the one I you actually think this watch. this is the one we're going to watch? I think so. I really want to know more. And I think yeah. you'd enjoy the first half. I probably There's, would. I probably would make me enjoy the second half. We should just watch it together. We should just watch it together. Just the whole thing? Just the whole thing. Because, like, I mean, I, I, I went in and I was like, this is going to be some dumb anime. They're going to have fucking fighting robots. It's like one of the best animes yeah, like, it's definitely one of the highest reviewed animes ever. But I mean, that was Ghost in the Shell too, and I wasn't fascinated by that film. I was, I was rather turned off by it actually. Really, I heard Ghost in the Shell was really good. Yeah, and I heard that too, and I watched it, and I fell asleep like halfway through. I was just bored, and it wasn't even late. I was just fucking bored. I didn't care. Um, Man, yeah, and there's boobs in that movie too. Well, they're drawn. Well, some people are into that. People are into that. Yeah, they guess they are. Um, yeah, but I mean, this I don't know. This I, I I didn't think I was gonna like this movie very much. I mean, and and like I mean. It's like, oh, cool, guy on a motorcycle. Ooh. But it's like, it really, I mean, the movie fucking starts out with a goddamn explosion and that movie does not let go, you know, yeah. it it's, and the, the, the way the characters are introduced, especially like uh, Kaneda and Tetsuo, very, very, very uh, reserved, but uh, very methodical. The movie seems to give you this information about these characters and, 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 and the characters just sort of, they introduce themselves to the audience. Most movies will push the characters out to you and and give all these give all the information that 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 that, that the movie thinks you need, but the the characters just sort of waltz in and you just sort of accept them for who they are and then you know they just sort of like naturally become a part of show the not audience. tell man yeah that's what it is I mean and that's that's the name oh, of the game be, yeah in movies but in animation specifically in oh, general should be for anything anything any feature length movie yeah actually any sort of visual entertainment that's uh. Actually, any even writing, you're supposed to show not tell like yeah, anything. That's true, but I mean, in writing, it's it. I mean, you know, that's why Great Gatsby. I mean, Great Gatsby. You can't make a good Gatsby movie because it's all about how it's written. You know yeah. What I mean? um, but the way you write it is definitely like you know, show true. don't tell. Like that's true. show a character doing this or show what they're doing. You know, uh, for example, when you're writing a essay about or not essay like a journalistic piece mm. about this guy who rescues kittens, don't say he has a really kind heart. Show uh, that, you know, during the time he picked up a, a kitten and kept it home for three weeks, even though he didn't have to or something like that. You know? That's true. That's true. You that's show an point. example as opposed to just saying like, he was nice. I liked him. He gave me milk and cookies. Well, that's, I guess he just, if you me, he gave me milk and cookies. That's, going, going, good, nice that's a good point. That's a good point. See, even you accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally showed, showed don't tell. I don't know how these people who make bad movies, what was one of the information dump that we watched recently? Um, I wrote, I wrote, I Frankenstein. That was not recent. I, I know can't think of a one recent. that was bad. That was oh uh, well. I mean, Riddick kind of had a bit of a information up in it, um, but not as much. I feel like I Frankenstein was the worst of all of them. Probably. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I can't think of another one. I mean, fucking Purple Rain. Oh, I was thinking about that movie we watched, not for the other half. Um, Mm. that one you showed us. Oh God, that movie. Yeah. Uh, Double Down. Double Down by famed director by Neil Breen. Yeah. Look him up. He was a realtor for about a month, and that we think that he committed horrible fraud, and then he became an architect in Las Vegas in order to uh, pay for these insane fucking movies that he's been making about yeah. America and Jesus and and the supernatural. Basically, the, but basically, the first fifteen minutes is him talking about himself and how and awesome he everything. is, yeah, as opposed to showing how awesome he is yeah. because you know a budget to show how awesome he is. Because but the, cause he just, it's like, really poorly directed. Because like he will be saying, "I graduated first of my class," but what you're seeing is him in his fucking car in the middle of the desert on a computer. Yeah, and I graduated first of my class, and you know the government does everything in secret. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, this, it's bad. And this happens in like big budget movies too. Like oh, yeah, it does. I saw Ant-Man recently. Uh, I know you didn't see it. No. There's this hor- this part in the movie where uh Paul Rudd, he he's like it, the, the movie just opened. He's he's escaped he, he didn't escape. He was he's being released from prison and he's talking to Michael Pen- Pena, uh the actor. Um and they're in the car together and he just starts doling out information that Michael Pe- Pena, I believe it's Pena because he has a little uh little curve above his N. So it's Pena, right? Okay, yeah. Michael Pena. He, oh God, I'm going to sound like an idiot. But Paul Rudd essentially is doling out all this information that everyone in the car should already know. Like, oh, you know, you don't, you don't graduate from college and do this. But it's like, everyone already knows this. Why are you saying this? Oh, because the audience is here. You know what I mean? Just like Big Hero 6. Just like Big Hero 6. But there's this fucking part in this goddamn movie that pisses me off every time I watch it. Oh, it's it's in the first half of the movie. Everything has been introduced so wonderfully in this film. And then Hiro says to his brother, Tadashi, he's like, our parents died when I was six. Remember? It's like, yeah, of course. I was fucking there. I'm your older brother. Of course I remember. You know who you're talking to? The fucking audience. Who doesn't even know how old you... They don't need to know how old you were. They can assume. They can assume that your brother... He could have just been looking at a picture that says... How young he was. You can see visually how young he was in the picture. Uh His parents... And then he could just say, this is the last time, you know, this is the last time we were together or some bullshit, like anything like that. Yeah. Something visual. You don't need to spell it's it very out. very heavy handed. And it's like, I was talking, like I was, I was thinking about this the other day too. It's like kids, when I'm a kid, when mm-hmm. I was a kid watching animated movies, you're rubbing your eyes. Like, no, no, no I actually have something in my eye. Okay. But like it's when sadness by listening <laughs> to you, no, I'm just kidding. Continue. But like when I was a kid, like, okay, as an adult thinking, like looking back at the movies I watched, I don't really remember what the character said. I remember what the characters did. You know? Yeah. I feel like even as a kid, I don't get the information when the information is being told to me. I get it visually. That's very true. I actually was watching 101 Dalmatians the other day. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I had not seen that movie since I was That movie is like one of my favorites. I've watched it all the time up until I was like 10. Yeah, and I yeah. just stopped for some reason. But, you know, I didn't remember anything from it. But, you know, 15 years later, I'm looking at I'm watching it now. Right. And all these things are just coming back to me. Visually. Just visually. Yeah. I don't remember any. I do remember some of the sounds, but mostly, but mostly it's, it's, it's just the visual. Music. It's the visual music, stuff like that. And just kind of like, I forgot a lot of the things about it, but I remember certain scenes and how they played in and kind of showing what the characters were like. Right. And I did not realize that. But now watching, I'm like, whoa, this is. So my question is like, you have these fucking movies where the characters won't shut the fuck up and they could easily get this information out visually. Who is this for? Because I feel like parents are smart did, enough. Well, you think parents aren't smart enough to figure it out? Some people aren't paying attention. There's another thing, uh, a theory that is actually I learned a lot about. Um, mm-hmm. 
one thing you have to account for is um, what's called, I guess, oh, what's the name? I don't know the technical name for it, but it's basically like signal loss. Mm. And that's when people are, depending on their environment that they're in, they're going to miss information. Right. So they have to, so for bigger audiences, big budget things, they want to appeal to a large audience, they have to account for this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So if they're watching a movie and they maybe looked away for a second or they're in a loud house right. or maybe the reception or the internet that they're watching it on is really bad mm -hmm. and it's cutting out or kids, crying in, or kids crying in a theater, something's happening. They have, they put these in here uh -huh. to get your attention again, get your attention, get, catch you up to speed a little bit in case you might've missed that one part or whatever, you know, not every movie accounts for this. You know, you could miss a very important scene in a certain movie and still be lost. Right. But if you miss a scene in Transformers, you're still going to know that the robots are going to be hitting each other still. Yeah. You know, you know, who's the good guy and the bad guy. Right. You know, but they, but they'll explain everything to you else in some other way. So that's kind of why it is so obvious and not as just like, let's just show you visually. Cause maybe you're looking down for a second at your phone. Mm. Maybe you're doing something else. Like, I don't know, being distracted by the dishwasher leaking everywhere and you have to get <laughs> up and go do it. I don't know. You yeah. Be distracted. Yeah. That's just a very specific example. I don't know. I was just thinking about dishwasher and maybe it was leaking. Uh -huh. so my dishwasher's not leaking, but oh, you know, you got to hit the pause button and during that time, something could happen and you're not going to think back and go look at it. There is a thing, but the interference is a very real thing that people deal with you know and that's why sub that's another reason not just why subtitles exist for people who are deaf but for people who are you know uh, can't hear that's true reasons. i mean i like i watch movies with subtitles even if it's in english like i i, I watch netflix with subtitles all the time because mm -hmm. i will pick up on you know things that are said in the background that maybe i didn't pick up on maybe it's a separate joke but there know? is the argument that you had earlier where you're saying i wish i didn't watch it with subtitles like so watching animation which is the problem with i feel subtitles are sometimes they're distracting i agree but sometimes people don't speak properly and sometimes the person who's subtitling can catch that a little better and write an actual accurate but, but what i'm saying is when you have a if if you're given the choice like if you have a movie that can work without dialogue why not do it because then you don't need to worry about the subtitles distracting like um the masterpiece there will be blood yes the yeah brilliant film there will be blood the first tw 10 50 minutes of movie no dialogue yep all told visually and you get everything you need about a character let's i mean let's I and mean, let's not even i mean that's a rated r film for adults let's look at a film for kids wall-e most of that movie especially most of the right. stuff about the characters main characters no dialogue whatsoever You're right no not and you don't need it you understand who these characters are by just how they act uh, it's just know? it just comes down to poor writing honestly like hey, i mean i made that excuse right. with the sensor sent you know but that's why big budget they're you know different movies for different audiences. Pixar's in its own sort of thing where they're going yeah. kind of for that critic and large audience at the same time. They're one of the few studios that can do that yeah. consistently. A few minor missteps. But, you know, <laughs> for the most part, they do pretty well on that. Right. But other. But movies, then you have other movies like Minions where you need to have people talking the entire time and most of the draw is like, you know, like you have a Pixar movie, they don't usually sell the actors in the film, but then you have a movie like Minions where they have Sandra Bullock in Minions. Like they're selling it on the voice. See, I didn't down. even know that was in there. Oh, really? Yeah. But then again, I don't watch trailers that much or anything. Yeah. I mean, I was, I fucking, I watch a lot of animated movies, I guess. But like every time the Minions trailer would come on, they would have a big fucking title card that said Sandra Bullock is, it's true. you know, is in this movie. But then you have a, a Pixar film. That is interesting how Pixar doesn't actually rely on star power like ever. But then they get big stars anyway. They do, but like, they never advertise it that No, way. they never do. Because I think because they just want you to accept the characters as they are. Yeah. Like um, one interesting thing, we're getting really off subject, but this is interesting anyway. Like um, in the movie. OK, so you had all these Pixar films like Toy Story 1. Then you had uh, Bugs Life was second. And then Bugs Life started having bloopers at the end of the movie. Remember? Yeah. And then you had Toy Story 2, more bloopers. Then you had 
uh, they had uh, what was the other movie? They had another movie. Uh, with bloopers Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. No, Finding Nemo didn't have bloopers. It didn't? Oh. No, but you had all these movies, basically. All these Pixar movies that had bloopers at the end of them. And then Incredibles came out. And Brad Bird was like, we're not going to have bloopers at the end of this movie because these are the real characters. We want the people to really accept who these people are. We don't want bloopers breaking the fourth wall. And that was the last Pixar movie that had bloopers at the end of it. I forgot that they had bloopers at the end of everyone. Right? And yeah. then, it was interesting, too, because when... When Bugs Life came out, they came out with bloopers and then they re-released the movie with more bloopers at the end. Yeah, I do remember that. And I went and I went and watched the movie yep. as a kid a I second did. time. I did oh, too. it was uh, Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. had bloopers. Yes, you're right. It did. And then that one was re-released three times. There was the bloopers and then they added more bloopers and then they added a thing at the very end, which had the uh, musical. That's remember? weird. Yeah. Remember that? They had the Man. take that thing back where it came from or so help me. And yeah. then they came out with like three fucking versions of it like in the theater i do remember that yeah and i mean and man people love those bloopers and then they just stopped they stopped and and they haven't done it again but then but i mean it didn't diminish the quality of those movies though but it took away from like how realistic the characters were like imagine if you had a movie like like finding nemo where you get, went through this real great emotional journey and then it's like <laughs> i guess up would be really <laughs> up would be pretty funny <laughs> she, just, she just pops out of the coffin <laughs> oh <laughs> Carl, I missed you. <laughs> the, the, the coffin opens up. It's Roz. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, interesting. Yeah, you think a care would have bloopers? That would be pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what what they would be of. Um. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, like I can't think of anything. I don't funny. even know. There's nothing to, there's no, there's nothing we can share because we haven't seen the same scenes. No. So we can't really reference them. Maybe it just turns into a blob and they're just dri- turns they're into driving on the on the motorcycle, the motorcycle falls over and they're like, oh, <laughs> oh wacky. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, but I only saw the first half, so I can't really judge it on its entire merit, but I really, I really, really like that's it. I'm going to say on this podcast. Yeah. We need to sit down and watch some of the movies we want to watch together and then record a podcast where we talk about each movie we watched. Yeah. That sounds really interesting. Maybe like every 25th episode or something, we go through and watch all the movies or that we want. Should we have, should we have one episode where we talk about all of the movies or should we dole it out? Like five episodes to talk about five movies. No, because that's too long. I'm about right? movies we already had an episode about. Yeah, so we should just have one episode. Yeah, one episode with, yeah. Audience, does that sound interesting to you? If you think so, you should email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. Leave us a message on Facebook or follow, or follow us on Twitter and leave us a message there. Or you could comment on our podcast on iTunes. And while you're there commenting, give us a five-star rating. Yeah, that's pretty good. Except you don't send messages on Facebook. Well, I guess you could. You could. You could post it on, you could post it on I, our wall. I prefer it on the wall. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, post it on our wall. There you go. You know, uh, perfect. Uh, send it to us on Twitter if you want, because uh, movies, you know, or your response doesn't have to be more than 140 characters. Um, but yeah, if, if you guys find that interesting, that's a really good idea. You know, you just got to say that Mike really likes me because he said, I want to watch more anime after this. I want to watch more which anime. Which is crazy. I, you're right. I, you're right. Oh I mean, God. I was watching this movie. I'm like, why do I have such a fucking like aversion to anime? Like uh, most of the anime I've seen, I've really enjoyed. Yeah. But that's the thing is you're watching a top tier selection. That's right. So there's probably, I mean, I guess if you're, if, 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 I mean, if we were to turn the tables and you're like. Why I really like anime. Why do I hate Western animation? But then you have movies like fucking the chipmunk movie. Yeah. You know, you have films that are, or, you Minions know, or whatever. Or like, Oh God, I watched, um, what's that fucking movie the with nut Wolf? job. No. Oh, mastermind. Yeah. Mastermind. Yeah. Oh, 
That movie's bad. It's bad. That movie's really bad. I was like, I sat down. I'm like, this movie is, I'm going to watch it. We'll see how good this is. And it was just like bad. It was just really, I could go on a fucking rant about how bad that movie was, but I don't think. Our nah, it's okay. We already had enough rants. Yeah. So, we're going to end this. Yeah, I guess that. All right. Good night, everybody. Rant over. <laughs>